0: Who were the biggest winners from the Cowboys' joint practice with the Denver Broncos on Thursday? All that more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the next time that you and I talk and do a podcast, hmm. we'll be talking about a Cowboys preseason game. How much fun is that?
1: it's crazy just how quickly it, it we talk about it every single year you know like it, it, it suddenly it's training camp suddenly we're in the preseason uh and then there's like a little lull right like right after the preseason games before the regular season uh but it, then we're fully in it so we're, we're close guys i mean we're gonna get some form of close to real football here in 24 hours that that's gonna have yeah uh, dallas dallas cowboy uniforms. so i'm can't, excited
0: can't wait so Uh, That's going to happen on Saturday. Was it Saturday night? My schedule's all off. But Cowboys will play Saturday night against the Broncos. Um, But maybe the more important part of this weekend happened on Thursday. Cowboys had a joint practice with the Denver Broncos. A lot of takeaways uh, from that one. Let's first start with this one that I wrote down. CeeDee Lamb, absolute superstar in the practice. I I watched the broadcast that DallasCowboys.com had multiple touchdowns um he had one long touchdown against patrick so i mean i thought he was a, a superstar in that game what were your thoughts
1: yeah i mean the dac and 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 cd connection is not something that uh we need to uh be worried about it feels like i think at this point we feel like that's solid that's going to be good uh the question is obviously going to be uh the ability of 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 kellen to kind of scheme him open and find ways to get him open but you know, so far they, they didn't seem to have any problems with that against Denver. It's one practice, and we're going to say that, uh, you know, in regards to both the positive and the negatives, it, right? It's
0: one practice, but uh, but the flip side of this, this is one of the best secondaries in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you go out there and I think the team, what it was it, 16 total team drills or team, you know, sessions they had. CeeDee Lamb had at least five catches in them. I mean, he just torched their secondary. Yeah, and, and
1: they're used to the the, uh, the altitude there, so yes. they don't they don't have that same excuse. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's certainly is good sign. I mean, not surprising, but yes, no, it's no, no. another uh, another required uh, prerequisite to getting into the season and having a dominant receiving uh, a force in, in CD Lamb.
0: Another hurdle has been cleared on their way to that. Yeah, and I honestly don't feel like we need to spend a lot of time on this. It's just he dominated right i mean he, he he was fantastic and that's exactly what the cowboys need like we were we weren't nervous about this we were we just needed to see cd take the next yep. step it seems like he's well on his way to doing it uh all right the other topic that i want to get to the pressing one uh was Micah parsons so we we've been talking about Micah parsons the last couple of days kind of wrecking practice and just being dominant but that's been against the Cowboys offensive line. And there's been some concern. Hey, maybe he's just beating up on Terrence Steele, blah, 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 He goes to the Denver Bronco practice, the joint practice, and absolutely dominates. I know Benjamin Albright, who covers the Denver Broncos, said it was clear he was the best player in the field. He won almost every single rep. Just more of the same from Micah.
1: Yeah, uh, not surprising. Again, just uh, con- confirming what we all thought. Um, so, there isn't a ton to say here other than that's not surprising you know, that, that Micah Parsons came up and destroyed their camp, too. Uh, I think it just, again, it, you, you, this would be called a drum beat if it wasn't you know, a a, core, a, a drum line uh, yeah, with, with yeah. Micah Parsons at yeah. this point. So, uh, I'm not surprised. I think, I, I, obviously, I guess I would be surprised if he hadn't done that
0: in, in practice. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't beat Calvin Austin or Calvin Anderson, I think is the right yeah. tackle over and over again. I would be a little bit like, huh, was he struggling with the altitude or was it just a bad day? Nope. He did exactly what Michael Parsons has been yep. doing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All day. So yeah, the nothing, nothing to worry about. But if the Cowboys want to be a playoff team this year, they're really going to need their stars to play like stars. Right. Like yep. that's, that's kind of what I've coming to the depth. just isn't as good as it was last year. You've lost a bunch of depth in free agency and trades. Um, so you need guys like C.D. Lamb and Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs and Dak Prescott to play like stars. It seems like, I mean, those three Dak, C.D. and Parsons, who all practiced yesterday, did great dudes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that just con- kind of confirming the best parts of this team that are very good. That's that's always good to
0: hear. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got some injury updates to to get through, but before we do that. I want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online store for odds, lines, and games, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the actions happening right now. Uh, bet online where the game starts. All right. few injury updates uh, Ian bunting a tight end, um, hurt his leg, uh, was carted off the field. I saw today a report that the Cowboys don't believe it's serious. John Ridgway, their rookie defensive tackle. Uh, had some kind of leg injury went down. Uh, he was helped off the field haven't heard anything there and then the one that did surprise me a little bit and i was only saw it cuz i was reading dallascowboys.com this morning uh tyron smith um had some kind of limp limped off the field at the very end of practice i didn't see him practicing much anyways so i wonder if the cowboys were kind of being careful there um but any thoughts on the injuries yeah the tyron smith thing is new to me
1: i mean i, I actually yeah. didn't hear about that uh but yeah i did notice that he wasn't practicing very much at all in fact i did, don't think i noticed him in any reps honestly he,
0: he was uh, in pads and stuff but i don't yeah. i didn't see him in a team drill so maybe it was one of those things where hey he got his foot stepped on or whatever but it, when it's when it's smith it's something that we're always cautious about right
1: absolutely sure yeah i mean you just got to be careful there right especially with, with with kind of the uncertainty at the swing tackle position uh you definitely want to oh i'm pretty manage. certain what's going to happen at the swing
0: tackle but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll feel great about
1: it <laughs> well, yeah, well that's that may be true um yeah I, I think Ridgeway I'd like to know what's going on there um Bunting obviously is a down roster tight end i mean practice fly guy yeah. you, you don't don't want to see anybody injured but if you're going to yeah. have somebody get injured down roster tight ends are okay uh
0: Ridgeway I, I would like to see yeah well something sit. yeah please I, I, the the fact that we haven't heard anything makes me think that maybe it's not super serious cuz I tend to agree. Yeah, if it's if it's something big, we probably would have heard last night or early this morning. Um, mm-hmm. but we'll keep you guys updated with uh, all that information. Let's talk about the offensive line because that's really the story here. By all accounts, whether you're, you're reading the Cowboys beat reporters, the Bronco beat reporters, or you're watching the feed online, seems like the Cowboys offensive line struggled and that could be because uh tyron smith was out could be because Connor mcgovern started josh ball did not play particularly well terrence Steele didn't have a great day again are you concerned about this offensive line
1: i think terrence Steele actually did have a good day honestly and and um i'm not not, i'm not necessarily more concerned i was than i was yesterday because uh, i mean the weird the weird thing is i don't know if you noticed but they were really rotating in their offensive linemen like i i would I would say that the times that I noticed where Smith was in instead of McGovern and, and, and uh, Zach Martin was in it at the other guard. And they had like some semblance of the starting offensive line, whether Tyron Smith was in there or not, like
0: basically three projected starters, right. Or more. Yeah.
1: When those guys were in, they seemed fine. Like there were, th- that's when Dak had time to kind of go through his progressions, throw the ball down the field, you know, it wasn't just coincidence that when Connor McGovern was in there, uh, that he that they got beat inside quickly by uh, Draymond Jones uh, early on in practice. So it's a, I think yeah, if you watch the early part of those team drills, they had Connor McGovern in. I'm pretty sure Josh Ball was playing tackle. Uh, you know, it it didn't look as good, but I think the guys that you actually are projecting to be your starters, they looked okay. I mean, I think Terrence Steele looked pretty good considering who he was going against. Uh and and I think that you know Tyron uh Tyler Smith, sorry, uh, you know, held up well, very well when he was in there. So um, yeah, I mean it's not great. Like you'd obviously like to see all these guys playing great all the time, but I, I think that you know they they had some they're, they're still trying to work out these younger guys. And I mean, even beyond that too, like they had uh not even just Connor McGovern. I'm gonna use my my uh roster thing, but they also had um Braylon Jones rotating yeah. in at center um and they had a couple other guys that were like more down down roster folks uh kind of working with the first teams and the one so uh it wasn't a great day i mean there's no way around that i mean overall i wouldn't say it was a great day but the times when they had the guys who i actually expect to start on sunday were in mm-hmm. um they looked fine it, it's just you know there was an easy there was a big win early against the first team offensive line where like i said Draymond Jones got quickly inside of Connor McGovern and 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 sacked Dak um, there were some times against the run where where guys weren't getting the push that they needed well, to,
0: and that was the next thing I was going to ask you. Is it just seemed like they were having a lot of problems running the ball, and that's one of my fears with with a new look offensive line, like not having Lyle Collins at right tackle, uh moving on from Connor Williams at left guard. Like, are they going to struggle to run the ball early in the season? I actually, I mean the two the two guys you mentioned there,
1: like look you can say a lot about Terrence Steele, but I don't think Terrence Steele is like a downgrade as a run blocker. As far as I'm concerned, like, I mean, I, I mean, not a huge downgrade. I think Terrence Steele is a good run blocker. I think where he's got to develop more to be like Lale is as a pass protector and, and Tyler Smith, like he's automatically an upgrade on Connor
0: Williams in the run game. Now, Connor right? McGovern and, is not Connor McGovern.
1: No, Connor total. McGovern is more of the same, right? It's yeah. just, I mean, that, that's why they couldn't, Decide between the two Connors because they're kind of similar I would say that Connor McGovern may be more powerful than Connor Williams initially right Connor Williams yeah. has, has got some some good speed and quickness to him that Connor McGovern doesn't have I think that Tyler Smith kind of has a little bit of both and yep. he's stronger than Connor McGovern the, the, the problem with Tyler Smith is just still kind of continuing to feel comfortable with the playbook and learning you know uh, but I think if once we get Tyler Smith in there, like, he's moving people off the ball. Like, that. I, th- I think the run game will solve itself quicker than the pass protection stuff, which, you know,
0: is, is actually kind of harder to learn, I think. The other thing we should talk about is the defense uh, for the Cowboys because it seemed like, again, it, it's so hard to make takeaways from, like, 10 reps in practice. And that's why you should take all of this with a grain of salt. You really should. But the Cowboys struggled a little bit to stop the run. And that could be because – you know, Ridgway did get hurt. Um, They were playing Micah Parsons more at the edge, but this is the one concern that I do have about their defenses. If teams want to just run the ball on them, I'm not sure they have the answers there. What do you think? I don't think we know yet.
1: You know, honestly, all of us are basing how the defense did uh, based on either secondhand accounts from beat writers who were sitting upwards of, 60 yards away from the plays that were happening on Well, that
0: side. I, I just mean in general because I'm not sure like from last season like the 49er game to now that they've done a ton to upgrade their run defense yet. Yeah. And maybe Anthony Barr will help a little bit because he's a little bit bigger and can take on blocks. And it's just I still worry about the interior guys holding up against the run.
1: Well, I think the improvement didn't come from adding players. I mean, they added John Ridgeway, and I think he will help. But I, I think an improvement came from Guys like Gallimore and, and Osa becoming stronger and becoming better players. Um, and, you know, you add add in Barr is just another bigger linebacker, but you also still have Leighton Van You know, you're not necessarily wrong. We haven't seen any proof of improvement there yet. Uh, but I also – I mean, we haven't seen any proof of anything yet. So right. um, uh, I, I think that's the thing is that, honestly, the offensive uh, takeaways I think are – uh are easy to kind are easier to kind of digest because we got a lot more footage of it on the stream that was live we got a lot more commentary from our folks that were kind of sitting down there i mean anybody who watched the stream and saw what they were what the the people that were there were seeing from the defensive realized they were so far away that it's it's hard to tell what's going on and 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 you know the idea that they were giving up big runs when no one's being taken to the ground and all running backs always run to the end zone at the end of every single right, play. Right. right. It, it, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to decipher exactly how good or bad the run defense.
0: was. Th- that will be one so. thing I'm watching during the preseason game. Cause I think, yeah. I mean, we'll That's actually what... see some live contact and some yeah. live tackling. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to panic if it looks really bad, especially if players like Micah Parsons don't play, which. I don't expect them to. Right. Yeah. But I want to see like, how do some of these defensive tackles like a Ridgeway or a Tristan Hill hold up or a Gallimore? Yeah. Like how do they hold up? Are, are they getting dominated at the point of attack? If they are, I probably will be a little bit more concerned.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that's, that's fair. Uh, I, I think at this point we, it's hard to truly judge how the run game on offense and how the run game in the defense yeah. uh is going to be in the regular season without seeing full speed. Yes. Actually, true full speed revs. Not not training camp, all pads where they're touching them up. Like, it, it, it requires full speed to kind of see that level of actual true physicality that's involved in the in – And
0: I, of I do think they have options, by the way. Like, if their run defense is really bad early in the season or in the preseason, like, they could probably – yeah. play more Terrell Basham as a right defensive end, right? Give them a little bit more size. They could probably play Chauncey Golston as like an oversized defensive end. Now you're you're trading off some pass rush help, right, when you do that. But I it, if they struggle in the preseason, I'm not going to be pushing the panic button right away. I, I might just do it on Twitter just because I'd like to do it, but I'm not <laughs> going to be super concerned about it. Got
1: to watch that McCool Mosier line, right? Yeah. Uh, Got to make sure that they're not beneath that line where, where... – run defense is so bad that it becomes the most pressing issue on the team. I I don't, I don't know that that's, you know, I don't know that we're there, you know? Um, And, and honestly, I think the Cowboys just kind of ran into a buzzsaw last year with, with San Francisco and how their run game was really cooking at the time they played them. So uh, yeah, we've got a lot to still find out about the Cowboys run defense.
0: Yeah. Uh, Just a couple other little notes that I saw. actually, you know, what's the, the most helpful from this is, I tried, like I created a, uh, a list that was only Bronco beat writers because I, I want to see what they think about the Cowboys players because this is the first time they've seen them. And one of the things that was like a consensus is they were all shocked at how explosive Sam Williams was. Like they just could not believe how quick he was off the line of scrimmage. I thought that was interesting. Uh, I saw a couple of beat reporters thought Noah Brown had a good day. Any other kind of little notes that you saw? I will add that after all the talk that we've
1: been having about these wide receivers, not having, you know, not drop, not dropping the ball, not having a bad day for had a couple drops. I think yesterday Uh, Tolbert had at least one big drop that he would like to have back. But I thought Tolbert outside of that had a really nice practice. Uh, Noah Brown just continues, just is still going, um, you know, and then did, I mean, for Noah Brown to have the day he did against that secondary again, um that that's something i think you can take away that that's that's a positive sign so uh i think the wide receivers overall had a pretty decent day um but i think a couple of them uh slipped a little bit when they have been pretty consistently tight
0: you know throughout the last few weeks uh we just have a couple of minutes before we go is there just one or two players that you're really interested to see in the preseason game uh, on Saturday, because we know the starters, for the most part, aren't going to play. I would expect Tyler Smith to play. Yeah. What do you think? A couple series, probably? Yeah,
1: I hope. Yeah, I, I'd like to see some extended looks at him. Um, I, I think, you know, um, I'm interested to see just, you know, the guy that I feel like I need to get a better grip of on. And I think that that's going to come through seeing him in a preseason game against, you know, with some all 22, maybe some end zone angles is Tyler Biotish. You know, it I feels like there's times when I see him doing really good stuff, and then there's times when something happened, and it happened in the middle of the offensive line, and I can't tell if that's yeah. Con- Connor McGovern or if it's Tyler Biotis or if it's Tyler Smith or heaven forbid Zach Martin. Um, you know, so I think that that's another guy that I'm really interested to kind of see, you know, a lot of the interior guys like Osa and, yeah. and, and uh, you know, the defensive tackle guys too. It's just, it's, it's easier in full speed, full contact with, with actual better angles to see what those guys, how those guys are doing. Um, so I'm interested to see a lot of the kind of interior offensive and defensive line play simply because you'll get better angles to get better reps, yep. you'll get better art to see how they're doing.
0: And I want to see the two tight ends, Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot. Like there's just something about seeing those guys in pads in live contact where how do they look as blockers? Does it, do they need to get a lot stronger? How do they, how do they operate in open field when they catch, you know, a little PA boot, right? Can they quickly get up the field and make the first guy miss? Like, I just want to see those two tight ends. I want to see like, is it possible that Jake Ferguson could have a role this year or is he going to be more relegated to be like the third or fourth tight end on the team? Just two guys that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Cause I expect both of them to play a good chunk of snaps in this one.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, Ferguson missed some time obviously because of the hamstring situation. So I would not at all be surprised to see them really, you know, give him a, a nice load on Saturday because they, they want to just see him go out there and see what he can do. So uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've kind of reached you know, the other thing that kind of Mark here, right. Is that, Yesterday's practice sort of uh, uh, was the end of install and the beginning mm-hmm. of, of purely competitive, uh, showing what you got uh, kind of aspect of training camp. So uh, look for the competition across the board, not only in these games, but in these practices start to ratchet up uh, as guys that are in competition for bow, uh, positions yep. uh, start to make their move.
0: I, I, we are getting back into the rhythm of this game preview stuff, and I almost asked you for a score prediction, but <laughs> I felt like that was inappropriate for a preseason. Yeah, game. yeah, probably so.
1: <laughs> uh, but having uh, since you asked, I'm gonna say, uh, 28. 28- to Jeez,
0: six scoring. I don't know. It's <laughs> I, I, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Uh, who cares? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh. But yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll be back here on Monday to, to break it all down. So the winners and losers. We'll talk about the Cowboys rookies because I fully expect, as we mentioned, Tyler Smith to play a bunch. Sam Williams will probably be on the field a bunch. We'll see about Jalen Tolbert and how much he plays. Uh. But should be should be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast by the intellectual fantasy expert Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Locked On Cowboys over there. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. We'll see you guys next time.